What's going on, y'all? It's your boy, J.H. Gibbons here. And we'll see. And welcome to yet another episode of the Acromus Podcast, episode 60. 60. 60. 60 straight weeks of bringing you gems. If you are watching on YouTube, here's what I want you to do right now. I want you to pause. Pause yourself, not the screen. I want you to hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And hit that notification bell. So the next time you're on YouTube and you're scrolling through your feed, one of those videos will be the Acromas Podcast newest episode. And most of all, I'll tell you everything, every single day. I try to remind you. Uh, and this is not going to stop, especially on the 60th episode. It is free to do so. Right? How, how often can we say that? Right? It's wow. free to do so. And Jay still hasn't gotten adjusted to it. I'm going to keep reminding him each and every time, guys. Please make sure to do all those things Jay just said. Make sure you subscribe to this awesome content, these gems that we just drop and effortlessly just giving to you, all free of service because we believe you matter. So please continue to, to grow with us, lock in, take those gems, learn, share, give it back to the community. And I'm going to continue to educate Jay on the word free each week as we remind you as well. Now, I don't know that word. I've said it in the past and I regret it every single day. I got to tell you, uh, gas prices are going up. Buddy. <laughs> so we're <laughs> inflation is about to hit the podcast. Too. You see hey. why you need to appreciate free. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting that much out there anymore. I'll tell you. Wow. As we always say, what a week it has been. So of course, as you know, last week we took a journey, um, a little bit of a journey with ourselves. And of course, with our Chromas podcast community, and we really talked about what it meant to, to do a little bit of, of, of self-searching, some self-discovery for your own self. Um, and I got to say this week, when I was able to get time uh, along with my thoughts and, and really trying to figure out what all this is all about, a lot of things really hit me, like especially with the Sacromas podcast and what we've been able to do over the past 60 episodes. Look, it's, it's been rough, right? It's been tough to, you know, to, to be able to get these gems out every single week, making sure they're fresh, making sure they're new for the community to, to digest, but it has been worth it. And I've been able to discover myself that I need to have more patience. Mm. I need to be able to stick with something long enough to see it through and not, you know, there's always going to be ebbs and flows there are always going to be ups and downs, but I got to say, we'll see that self-discovery episode helped me, even though we were the ones talking on it. It always helps for us to go back and see what we said, because sometimes the gems just come out when we're sitting there, man. Happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, effortlessly. Yeah. I said that again. But yes, the same thing I would say pretty much happened with me this week as well, where just a lot of reflection um, and just, you know, having the chance to go back, listen to the episode, uh, take heed to the gems that were shared mm -hmm. and uh, just really accept things about where I am in my life right now, uh, what I'm working on to execute to where I want to be, right? Mm. Uh, but we know that takes effort. It takes uh, planning. That takes time and patience, as mm. Jay said. You need that. Sure. So I think that's really dope, especially going into this upcoming week with, you know, I have a, a B-Day coming up. So, you know, with that being said, uh, where we're going to be headed, um, you know, going to be within the mountains view, the cabin, Ooh. and just... Uh, doing self-reflection and, and and appreciating year 35 and what that's mm. going to look like for me. So I think that all comes in full circle. So um, yeah, self-discovery is, is a beautiful thing if you are willing to be ready for that journey and everything that comes along with it. Absolutely. And look, happy early, 
birthday since we're we're not there yet. But another year wise, 35 years in this plane. Look, I got some time to get there, but you are a wise man and it is a blessing for you to see another year. I I absolutely know it. I know last year we had a great time and I know this year is going to be even better. So I can't wait to uh, be able to celebrate with you and the family. It's going to be great. And you guys, uh, if you're out there, you can feel free to wish this man happy birthday when you're seeing this episode. But ladies and gentlemen, um, I, I look, we'll see, I know you did talk about what it meant and what it felt like to really grow and to be able to expand and discover oneself and, and truly be into what you understand your purpose is, to be living that every single day. And our next guest is an absolutely perfect example of that. Now, she is an entrepreneur who started a cleaning company. It's called Fresh Home Cleaning. Um, she is also a mindset coach who has an absolute passion for personal growth. Um, and in terms of awards that she's already racking up, she was recently named one of the new faces of business leadership in North Bethesda, Maryland. So, ladies and gentlemen, we want to welcome Ms. Alejandra Zalaya on the Acromus Podcast. Alejandra! Guys. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? We are fantastic, and welcome to the Acromus Podcast. I appreciate you guys having me so much. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. So just to get started with our community and yours, we want to we wanna know a little bit about you, Alejandra. Okay. What do you say are some of the, the, the best qualities of Alejandra? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, the best qualities? You're asking me to name my best qualities. Okay. <laughs> Give us one. Yeah. All right. One. One. Let's see. Um, I'm a hard worker. Mm. That's, <laughs> that's, work works. Yeah. that's actually the, the, the quality that you need to be someone of your stature. Um, and mm -hmm. someone who's so young in this business in terms of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. and really want to, to get a little bit into how you got started in entrepreneurship. Yeah. What, what was the first time you sat down and you said, okay, if I'm living right now, what I'm doing for a living, where I'm working, it's just not for me. There's something that I see beyond what I'm doing. And I understand what my true purpose is in life. And that is to create job that has created a job to create a life that I want to live and also help others out along the way. When yeah. you really start figuring that out for yourself? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So um, I, I have wanted to own my own business for since I was around 22. Um, but I went to school, um, graduated from Maryland for as a with, I got my business major there, um, but then I went and I worked corporate for a, for a couple years, um, and it was good and it was great. Everything was good, but um, I just knew that it was going to be temporary for me. I think that you know we all have our strengths and our weaknesses, and um, it's just I just know that it was it wasn't my path. Um, I love to problem solve and I love a challenge and I love to create um, something out of nothing. And I knew that at one point I was gonna start a business. What it was going to be, I didn't know. Um, so I was working corporate back in, up until end of 2019. And uh, so a little, I guess, backtrack a little bit more. Um, I'm originally from El Salvador and we moved here when I was nine. 
Um, and ever since we moved here, of course, when you move from a third world country, like you don't exercise your profession back home, right? So my mom had to make a living for my brother and I. Um, and she started cleaning houses while my brother and I were going through school and grew up and went to college and all that stuff. But I was always helping her along the way. I was, I guess, because I learned the language, I um, was have been doing estimates since I was like nine, 10 years old. And I was kind of like the point of contact between my mom and her small clientele of referrals. Um, and I would go help her clean houses, you know, summer break, winter break, spring break, Saturdays, Sundays, like it's just what we do as immigrants when we come to this country and we have nothing, we're starting from scratch. You literally break your back day in and day out. Um, so, uh, you know, 20 years went by and um, I was working corporate at the end of 2019. And in 2019, my mom actually got really sick. I think that, you know, when you're putting your body through so much for so long and you're just on survival mode for so long, right? Like a little over two decades, you're just on like this robot mode and that was her. But I guess her body just took a toll and then um, she just, she developed like severe sciatica and arthritis. And it was really hard for me to go to a corporate job and sit all pretty in front of a computer when I knew my mom had to wear like a back brace and an ankle brace just to get through the day to put, you know, food on the table. And that was very, it was hard for me um, to to see. So I knew that I needed to do something. And I think a lot of times people preach on, you know, find your passion and then um, create a business from that. But I think a lot of people don't have the luxury to wait to find your passion to, to take, to execute on that. Like, for example, for me, I needed to do something quickly and I needed something scalable. I needed something that I already had an idea of what to do or how to do it. Um, cause I couldn't start from scratch because my mom needed help like immediately. So when I was working at corporate, I was, I was let go cause they sides down and I was like, well, this is a sign from God. <laughs> I am going to um, take the small clientele that we have. I'm not going to apply for another job. I'm going to take the small clientele that we have, and I'm going to register it as a legitimate business. And that's when Fresh from Cleaning came about. That was at the end of 2019. I was so excited. I was so ready, you know, like, like the honeymoon phase of entrepreneurship, right? Where everything's great <laughs> and you're going to make all this money and change all these lives. Um, that was me. But then 2020 came and of course, everybody knows what happened in 2020. Um, so we had two, two employees, up to two employees at that point. Um, and when 2020 came, about 90% of our clientele just like, canceled services because nobody wanted people in their house. So 2020 was a real test of faith um, and to push through and push through as a business. So back, back to, I guess, forwarding to where we are now, you know, we have eight employees um, and my mom is home. <laughs> and that was my main goal to keep my, to take my mom out of the field and to produce enough income to financially support myself, not just me, but also my mom. And in the process of doing that, providing entry-level jobs 
to immigrant women that I can relate with because at one point that was us. So, mm. yeah. Wow, that's that's really that's really deep. Um, it's, in a lot of ways, it it, it sounded like it had come full circle from like when you mentioned as a child, like nine, and being nine years old and just you're just kind of, uh, you know, being there for your family and you're just in that place of like making preparation without really realizing a purpose was being formed. Right. Uh, long term. Uh, and and when the time came, like, as you said, grace of God, you were ready. Probably more so than you were than you realized in the moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> so all that all the hard work and dedication of like endlessly uh, spending day after day, seven days a week, um, and just doing it nonstop and just being there for your, your family and just uh, you know honing the craft. Uh, but mo- most importantly, just kind of realizing the importance of family. And um, you know, commend you for being able to do that and, and be strong through that because uh, I'm sure that wasn't an easy thing to do uh, for any. Um, especially as you say, of 2020, that was quite a year, right? It was, it was quite a year, you know, a lot of people's lives changed, you know, for, for better or for worse, you know, and for, for being able to come from another country that, you know, to another, to a country like this, that wasn't your home initially. And to be able to build up from that to where you are now is extremely commendable because it, it is very difficult to get to that point. Um, and and then to go into entrepreneurship, which is yet another major upside, you know, it has an upside to it, but it's, it's very tough to, to really get into. And, you know, what, what were some of the, what were some of the initial issues that you may have had when you decided that you were going to take the leap, you know, whether it was, you know, maybe funding or any sort of mass reserves that you may or may not have had to jump into entrepreneurship. What were some of the hurdles, at least initially, that you had to get through before you can say that I am truly a successful business owner? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So, you know, when you start a business, you don't you don't have a, a paycheck, right? You pay everyone else, you pay the business, and you you, you you're last, right? Um, so I think one of the hardest things for me was cutting down on my expenses. I cut down to the last, <laughs> like I really cut down on my expenses and I had to live off a certain amount for quite some time until I could produce something. Um, and I needed a business also that didn't need so much funding and cleaning was is one of them, right? Um, so I, I just had, I knew I had something and I needed to make that something produce something, <laughs> right? So that was one of the hurdles I had, which was, it was such a, it was such a sacrifice to go from, you know, having a steady income and being able to live a certain way to then, to then, um, uh, put myself in this position voluntarily and say, I'm not going to be eating out. I'm not going to be shopping. I'm not going to be doing my, I didn't do my nails for two years. <laughs> wow. you know, I, I didn't do a lot of things. And I, I mean, at my office in my basement, I had this tiny little heater because I, it was just all of those sacrifices, you know, it was, it was hard. Um, and then the other thing is, is the belief, right? Um, when you're hearing, especially in 2020, when everything was shutting down, we didn't know what was going to happen next. It's like, shoot, you know, I just left a corporate world where I could have had benefits and paid time off and all of these things. And now I have nothing, right? 
So that was a hurdle for me to overcome. And for me, it was a step of faith. And I just put my faith in God. You know, when we do what's possible, he'll do the impossible for us. And that's the only reason why we're still in business and why we have grown in the last two years, despite the hurdle. So yeah, one was the sacrifices and the next one was shifting that mindset. Yeah. I think, I think it goes to show you that at least for our Chromas podcast listeners out there who are, are watching this, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of sacrifices. And the, the, the part about it, I think that a lot of people have trouble starting with is that they don't, they don't know the true end. Even if they have the end in mind, what, what it might look like, you're, you might be on a yacht, you might have this car, jet, whatever. They, once you're in it, <laughs> It's different. Yeah, that's exactly right. So I think I think that being able to tell your story and to be able to to listen to it from a perspective from someone who is literally running their business right now, they can fully understand that it is going to take time. It is going to take sacrifice. You're going to have to do so many things that you never thought you were even capable of. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. And I, I can um, elaborate that a little bit more. So like, you know, for a cleaning business, it's a service based business. And as you guys know, after 2020, 2021, it's like, where are all the workers? <laughs> like there was employee shortage everywhere. So then I had another problem where the jobs were coming in, but I didn't have reliable people. So that means that I had to step in because of course I wanted the referrals and I wanted to continue to build. And I wanted to show that we could handle the work. Right. So I had to step into the field and I was working. I mean, I was not only cleaning, I was invoicing estimates, marketing, emails, everything, you know, and 16 hour days, six days a week on Sunday, I couldn't even like move because I was so exhausted. You know, that was like, that was all of 2021. (laughs) You know, it was, it was, there were so many times where I just felt like I was so tired and so exhausted, but yeah, it's the dirty work. That's, that's entrepreneurship. I'm not trying to scare anyone, but there are seasons to it. You know, there are seasons to it. Say it yeah. all the time. Right? <laughs> we say it all the time about seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I, like I said, I'm really glad that you, you're showing this perspective of owning a business because, you know, many, many people that may be on social media, they, they only see one side to owning a business, right? It's the, the glamour. It's, yeah. It's the glamour, it's the glamour, right? It's, it's the, it's the, the money that may come with it, the freedom and all that stuff. But to get to that point, there's so many, so many hours that you have to put in um, just yeah. to clear. Um, and, and speaking of the socials, I, I got to say, personally, I am inspired by your posts, all the things that have to do with your business and your mindset coaching, and of course, the fitness aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I know that you've gone through an incredible transformation. So I want you to be able to talk to us about that transformation, both physically and mentally, because I think the mental side is just as important, if not even more important to get the physical with you and, and also to keep that, right? Because it, it, while it may be difficult to get in shape and to be as healthy as you are, it's even more difficult to stay that way. So yeah. I want to really hear your story when it comes yeah. to fitness. Yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate you asking. So, you know, I, I've been trying to reach a certain physique for a really long time and I just didn't know how, and I was, 
I was, I guess we can say, you know, I was, I was in a really bad relationship for some time and it really ate me up mentally. And I didn't know how to get out of it. Like when you're in it, you just don't see yourself living without that person, you know? Um, and it, it's, it's hard to detach yourself. And, um, so it was hard, um, but it was time. So I, I made that decision last year and, um, I started working out in, in the pandemic during the pandemic, I was working out at home, but I was going through this weight loss journey, but it was more of like weight loss. Um, but when I walked out of that relationship, I looked at myself in the mirror and I just did not like what I saw. Um, and I could, you could see the heaviness on me. Um, I mean, I, I lost a lot of, I had lost a lot of weight, but I was like, I, this is not me. This is not, this is not okay. Um, so I took the gym as my therapy and it has helped me tremendously. Like if I don't go to the gym, I cannot function. It has been my place of refuge. It is where I leave everything all. It's where I fight my everyday demons <laughs> and it has helped me heal. And of course I'm still healing, but all the anger and all the sadness and all of those heavy emotions, I leave them there. And, you know, every workout is brutal, but it's also healing at the same time. And I had to find a way to cope that, you know, there was a sermon that I heard once in when I was in the church and it says, you have to be careful how you cope. Because a lot of times when we cope with something, we can dig ourselves, put, put ourselves in a deeper hole, right? Mm -hmm. So I knew that everything that I was feeling, I needed to find a way to cope in a way that was going to build me up eventually and build my business up with me eventually. I knew that I had the responsibility to continue to carry through with my small, my small business and that I need my mind. But if my mind's so cluttered, I cannot think. And 70% of entrepreneurship is thinking. You got to think how you're going to escalate, how you're going to manage, how you're going to market all of these things. So the gym has been my, my escape. And it has been the reason to, to why I have been able to stay in business. And I always tell people, I mean, I go to the gym for the results, right? It, it's, it, it feeds you, right? When you see results, but I go to the gym because I'm trying to escalate my business and I'm trying to escalate my life. Um, so, you know, and I think that when you reach rock bottom, sometimes that's the best place where you're like, when you just get so sick of it and just so sick of it, that's where I was. And I'm grateful for that moment as hard as it was at that time. And it's still hard, but I have been able to meet a different version of myself. And that's somebody that's building muscle and building a business at the same time. <laughs> yeah. You go, Allie. Yeah. <laughs> That's, awesome. <laughs> that's that's absolutely incredible i mean these these stories that we hear end up having so many similarities that it's almost eerie um to hear some of these journeys and these transformations um from you ali and from you as well we'll see it's it's incredible to see it there's one moment that one moment in time where everything changes and there's no going back and then you end up meeting the true you yeah that's exactly who you've been able to meet so that's, that is incredible. And look, speaking of building, 
I know to get to where you are, it's not a one night thing, right? There are many nights, there are many days, months, years even. What is the number one habit that you can that you've been able to form that has helped you along this journey and is allowing you to keep pace and even increase the pace, you know, including you know, with everything in your busy life that you have now? Yeah, a habit. You know, I wish I had a habit because it's been so like, it's been crazy, you know, just trying to overcome that relationship. Mm -hmm. It, I don't have like a, a, a habit, but I have something that anchors me and that is to like never give up on myself. And it does not matter like there's this one saying, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know who said it, but it said, if you can't run, then you can walk. But if you can't walk, then you should crawl. But whatever you do, don't stop, right? Yeah, and yeah. That, that's, that's the thing that I always keep in my mind. I'm like, okay, well, right now I feel like crap. <laughs> I can't run, but maybe I can crawl, you know? So maybe I won't make it to the gym five times a week, but I will go two times. You know, I always tell people, just because you had the burger and the fries doesn't mean you need to have the soda and the ice cream and the cookies and miss the day, miss the gym for the next five days. Like, okay, you had a weak moment, but just go back to, to implementing those good habits. So it's always failing, okay, and then going back to who you want to become, right? Not remaining in that state. And the more you pick yourself back up, the better you get at recovering faster, right? Mm -hmm. So if you would fail and I would skip the gym for a whole week or that would turn into a month, then I would go back to the gym. And then, then it would take me two weeks to go back to the gym. Then it would take me one week to go back to the gym. And now I'm just like, okay, I missed two days. All right, whatever. Let's go to the gym. You know, so it's, you build this resilience and this credibility with yourself that even if you take a step back, even if you fail, you go back right? And you, you remind yourself that you're taking these steps. And, and even if you don't notice the change, it, it, there's change happening inside of you. And you start viewing yourself differently. And you start building credibility with yourself as in like, I'm not somebody that's going to skip the gym for four months. You know, I know I'm going to go back eventually in like two days or three days. So that belief system of never, of not giving up, take a rest, but don't stop. Yeah. That's, a, that's an awesome method. They're very, very good method to hear. I mean, uh, yes, similarities like with, you know, the 21 method we have in place here, where like for my journey as well is what, what, what um, started it with like uh, just finding a method and a way to discipline myself that I dedicate time to me. So, yeah. So uh, learn who I, who I am, right? When you, when you, in a lot of the times with fitness, it's definitely the spiritual and mental aspect that you must discipline. Uh, I.e., the results will come with time. It's consistency, you know, stepping stones, if you will, to get to where you want to go. You'll arrive, but it's about how are you getting to that destination and are you making sure that the, you have the tools you need necessary to make all the repairments as you get to where you choose to be. Because mm. it's a choice. People are where they choose to be in life. So yeah. Yeah. to it, it's like that. You, you, you make that time to your worth, to invest into yourself, self-love, and just 
appreciate you and the time that you have here. We say it all the time, right? Like time is a luxury that we can't afford to waste. We spend it, but spend it wisely. So make sure that you're using it for you, for your growth and development. So like you said, Ali, I think that's a great concept to have with it where, um, you know, you don't forget about you through the process. And, and when you do it, you know, when, that, when you have that time, like we all know, yeah. it's it's no feeling in the world than investing into you that feels that great. Right? So yeah. um, it's a great method to share. Um, so guys, please, if you listen to this, take some notes uh, because there's so many different ways and methods that you can go about the betterment of you and properly learning how to love yourself um, and learning your purpose in that. And that, again, is that you matter. You know, it's all time, you matter. You got to know it. Absolutely. And and knowing that, you know, of course, we we all have a past. And I want to thank you for sharing your past and and also expressing your present and everything that you have going on now. But what does the future hold for Ali? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great question. So I have always had a passion for teaching. I love to teach. Um, and so, you know, I think that God has given me the opportunity to overcome a lot of things. Um, there was a period in my life where, you know, I, I think I was severely depressed for at least three years. Um, and I had like debilitating anxiety along with depression because they always just love to tag along. Exactly. You know, I was in this relationship and I was depressed and anxious. And I think I've I was in, I've been in therapy for like the longest time. And I remember telling my therapist on my very few first sessions, you know, I was just like, I just do not see a way out of this, you know, um, and going from being in that place and being um, overweight and um, being living paycheck to paycheck to leaving that relationship and leaving corporate and losing the weight and building the muscle and now building what I have. It's a multiple six-figure business that employs eight people, keeps my mom at home. I just think that it's a testimony in itself that God has given me the opportunity to come this far. So to answer your question is, I am going to coach women. I am going to be doing a program where it's going to be dedicated to coach women on how to um, achieve goals, because I think that it's so important to know where we're going, where we're headed, but not, not just that, right? It's like, okay, I know what I want, but how do I get there? And, you know, being able to get to where I am. And I don't think my entrepreneurial journey has been as you know, normal, because it's been through the pandemic. It was just almost like you threw me in the ocean and then here comes like a storm. And then, <laughs> you know, I felt like I was yeah. getting slapped yeah. left and right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's just like having the mentality and having the right mindset is what will determine whether if you're going to achieve those things or not, it's, it's, it's all in your mind. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm going to start doing online coaching to, to women and help them become and, and achieve more for themselves. That's awesome. And very inspirational. And I just have to also add guys, like keep in mind, everything else is still in rotation. In, in Ali's life, everything else is still happening. Yeah. And she's adding on more, right? Uh, something that's important, part of her purpose. Yeah. Yep. You gotta, when you, when you really know what your purpose is, you're 
are 100% motivated to get there. And speaking of the gym, you know, especially when it comes to, I, I, I love doing, you know, progressive overload, not sure you know what that is as well. But um, the, the thing about that is I can go to the gym, I can go to the gym tomorrow. And I know that as long as I continue to go to the gym and I improve 1% every single time I go, in the next two or three months, I'm hitting the goals that I never dreamed of, that I've yeah. never thought about. And that is that is the perfect, it's the perfect similarity to life, right? Because as long as you keep moving forward, as you said, as long as you keep crawling, you don't stop. You will get to where you want to be eventually. Yeah. I think it's important to have patience. It's important to to keep focused and to keep pushing and to move towards your purpose as though it's running away from you. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I love that patience. It's, it's hard. Delayed gratification, you know, it's, it's definitely very difficult, but it's very rewarding. And once you, you realize that you're like, okay, this is nice. It's like a drug. Let's do it again. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it always is. It yeah. always is. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I, I know our, um, our community is watching this right now and they're, they're like, man, I, I want to be just like Allie when I grow up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is, what is a piece of advice that you can give our community? Um, women who are, you know, they're also looking for their purpose. Maybe someone who came over from another country or they're just lost here in general. They probably came out of a, of a toxic relationship and they're trying to find themselves. What is some advice that you can give to them? That's a great question. Um, I think my best advice would be like, you know, a lot of times we see all these people on social media achieve certain things or run a certain business. And we're like, I want to do that, but I don't, I don't have the funds or the resources or A, B, or C, right? And my best advice is work with whatever you have whatever it is, right? And that will lead you or open doors. You don't know where that's going to take you, right? So an example for me is I, I knew from the very start that the cleaning company is not my end all be all. It is a stepping stone for where I want to go. It's, but it's what I had. I had to work with what I had, right? And like the Bible says, if he can trust you with little, he will trust you with more. So work with what you have, build with what you have, be faithful with what you have. And that will open up new ideas because you don't get clarity by thinking, you get clarity by executing, right? You get clear. Sometimes we don't know where we want to go, but if you sit there and you're like, I don't know where I want to go. Well, you're going to find out if you try new things, like if you execute, if you put action into it, that's how you get clarity. So work with what you have. And I, I promise that's going to open up either to a new idea or God will put the right person in your life that will call you into partnership with another business, or you will like something else and you will have the funds to find, fund your dream. Um, so it's, it's that work with what you have and, and God will give you the next step eventually. Mm, very refreshing. Yeah. All right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Amen to that. Mm. Well, Allie, again, we, we, we love this conversation and we know that both men and women out there are inspired by your story and how can we find you, whether it's online or on socials, how can we find you out? Yeah. So 
Um, you can find me at my Instagram. I try to stay active there as much as I can. It's at underscore Alejandra Zelaya. Um, you'll be able to see me there. I post a lot of fitness stuff there. Um, and that's where I will be announcing the, uh, the launch of my course as well. So I will be definitely more active on social media in the next coming months. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank awesome you. Awesome to hear. Awesome to hear. And look, I know, I know our community is, is, anxious to of course learn more about Ali. So of course make sure you follow her. Make sure you DM us if you if you for whatever reason don't want to DM Ali and we'll send any questions or comments that we get along and send it over to you as well. So yeah again we want to thank you for joining us. We want you to we want to thank you for being a part of episode 60 of Beachromas podcast. And I feel special, six zero. Six zero. Let's go. Absolutely. And I think the one the one takeaway uh, that I, I would I would take from here is the ability to keep hope alive, to con- to dream, to continue to chase your passions and taste your dreams and understand what your purpose is and to relentlessly pursue it. Yeah excuses and that's what we saw today mm-hmm. and next week on the next episode of the Acromas podcast we'll be able to understand how exactly you can continue to be hopeful during any of the difficult times that you're going through so we want you to tune into that as well ladies and gentlemen in closing Ali we want to thank you for joining us thank you thank you for being on of course we will have many conversations in the future we want to keep track we want to see where your business grows we want to see where you grow we want to see where your your women empowerment movement goes as well appreciate it thank you guys so much it was a pleasure and an honor to be here thank you awesome 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 awesome. so ladies and gentlemen we have come down to the end but before before we go For those who are joining us for the very first time, we want to thank you for joining us. For those who have not been here before, again, we want to bring you in and we want you to keep looking. And this one, for the ones that have been here before and they still do not know what we're about, well, there's only one way to spell it out. How can you manage this? Tell them, Jay. Well, (laughs) C-H-R-O-M-O-U-S. Right here, we are on Spotify, we are on Instagram, we are on TikTok, we are on Facebook, and most of all, if you are watching on YouTube, this is exactly what I want you to do. Again, I want you to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and hit that notification bell so the next time that you get on YouTube and you're scrolling down that feed, you will see this episode with Ali, and most of all, it is free to do so. That's incredible. It is free to do so. Look, we've already started explaining the gas is so high right now, right? So look. Get yourself something free and get those gems dropped to you today, please. That's incredible. Yeah. Look, Allie, there aren't many things in this world free, but we want to thank you for joining the Chromas podcast once again. Ladies and gentlemen, until next week, it is your boy, J.H. Gibbons. And we'll see. Hey.